Thank you all for joining us here at I-80 Sports, where today we continue our 32-part 2021 team previews. Today's team, the Ottawa Senators. Thank you all for joining us here again at I-80 Sports. Thank you all for joining us here again at I-80 Sports. Make sure that you check out our website down below, i80sports.com, for all of our team previews because we are previewing every single NHL team leading up to the beginning of the NHL season in October. And if you're on Twitter, make sure you follow us down below at I-80 underscore sports NHL. And if you're following already, Thank you guys so much because we greatly value all of your support. Without your support, we can't do this on a weekly basis. And if you're joining us here on YouTube, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe for the rest of the team previews that we have coming up. I'm Brian. He's Tom. How you doing today, Tom? Uh, doing well, doing well. And here we are to uh, preview a team that is up and coming. Maybe not there yet. Maybe still a year or so away. Maybe more than that. We shall see. But... It's the Ottawa Senators. Indeed. And this is a team that is up and coming. Could maybe surprise a few people this year. Maybe the rebuild continues this year a little bit more. Well, we're just going to have to see. And first and foremost, let's look back in time first and take a look at their 2020 and 2021 team facts. So first and foremost, what was their record last year? Their record last year was 23-28-5. That's 23 wins to 28 losses to 5 overtime losses. That was good for 51 points, and they finished 6th in the NHL North Division last year, essentially the Canadian Division. On the power play and penalty kill, a little bit rough on both ends. On the power play, they were sitting at 15.52% on the power play. The league average is roughly around 19%, so a little bit lower than what they would want. On the penalty kill, they were sitting at 78.95%, so roughly around league average, but I know that Ottawa's going to look to try to boost those numbers this year. Leading scores for the Ottawa Senators, Senators rather, we had Brady Tichuk with 36 points, Connor Brown and Josh Norris tied with 35 points each, and Drake Batherson with 34 points. And some key additions and subtractions to this Ottawa Senators team. On the addition side and subtraction side things, to be honest, not a whole lot going on for the Ottawa Senators this offseason. So additions, we had Nick Holden and Michael Del Zotto. And subtractions, the Ottawa Senators lost Joey Decord to the expansion draft. So he is now officially a member of the Seattle Kraken. And they also lost Derek Stepan, Ryan Dezingle, and Evgeny Dadnov. So not a lot going on on the acquisition front for Ottawa, but they didn't really need to do anything. They're more so just developing their talent right now and also making room cap-wise to make sure that they can sign a number of these players in the coming years, namely Brady Tuchuk, which we'll be talking about momentarily. And now it's time to move on to talk about X-Factors. And no, we are not talking about EA Sports NHL 22 X-Factors. We are talking about our own brand of X-Factors, of course, who is pivotal to the team's success this year. So, Tom, I've done enough talking here. 
it's time to hear from you. Who do you feel are X factors on the Ottawa Senators this year? Well, three come to mind, and it's their uh, their three biggest prospects, their three biggest up and coming young players. It's uh, Tim Stutzla, Brady Kachuk, and Thomas Shabbat. Um, they're the future right now in Ottawa. The hope is they can take the strides and develop this year. Alas, right now, your only real short thing right now is uh, Thomas Chabot. But, um, you know, all three could also be Olympians uh, this year as well. Um, one of them is definitely going to go. The other two are kind of borderline bubble picks. Depending on how they play, they could be heading over to Beijing as well. So it's definitely those three, I would think. If those three can up their play, can take those next steps, I think Ottawa could be a surprise team this year. I don't know about a playoff team, but they could definitely be a team that gives teams above them who are in that playoff hunt, who are those bubble teams, a scare. All depending on how well these three kids play. Yeah, absolutely. And I agree. I think Tim Stutzla is a guy that could very well be an X factor on this team. I do want to highlight highlight and point out uh, and build upon what you mentioned with Brady Tuchuk and Thomas Shabbat, though. And I'll start with Thomas Shabbat. And he's a bit of a big fish in a small pond on this team. But he still contributes a lot to the Ottawa Senators. With 31 points in 49 games this past year, Shabbat could have a career year this year at the young age of 24. People also forget he's still very, very, very young and still technically developing, which is really exciting to see as an Ottawa Senators fan. Another X Factor is none other than 22-year-old winger Brady Tuchuk who could be getting his big boy contract this upcoming season, as I alluded to before. Contract negotiations are ongoing with that, and it's only a matter of time until Brady Tuchuk eventually signs that deal in Ottawa. He's a guy that could potentially put up 50 to 70 points uh, this upcoming year, which would be great for the Ottawa Senators. That being said, in, with 36 points in a little over 50 games, I think we could potentially see that 50 to 70 point plateau for Brady to Chuck this year. I think I can pretty confidently say that barring injury. Now we're going to talk about some breakout candidates for the Ottawa Senators. Guys who haven't had a breakout year just yet or maybe is are coming into their rookie season and maybe could look to make a big impact at the NHL level this year. Tom who in your mind could be a breakout candidate or breakout candidates for the Ottawa Senators? Well, right now I'm going to go with the third overall pick from 2020, uh, Tim Stutzla. He had a decent year last year. It wasn't a bad year, but it wasn't a Calder Trophy type year either that a lot of people thought he was going to have. 12 goals, 17 assists last year. Not terrible. This year in a full 82-game season, if he remains healthy, I think if he can get around 60 points, I definitely think that that's a breakout year and something he can build upon a loss above, I also mentioned the Olympics. Out of the three young guns they have, you will definitely te- see you definitely te- you will definitely see Tim Stutzla heading over and playing for Germany in the Beijing Olympics this year. He's a uh, he's definitely a lock for that team. I mean, and he may be their second biggest threat behind Leon Dreisaitl, so you never know. But I think you will definitely see him playing for Germany over at the Olympics this year. Yeah, and I'm gonna build on that point real quick because I think Tim Stutzla is the Odds-on favorite as a breakout candidate for the Ottawa Senators here. Uh, And there are also a few other players that can be thought of in this position too. Stutzla, he was impressive in his rookie campaign with 29 points in 53 games. 
Uh, he's a player, honestly, especially after being drafted third overall last October. He has He's a player with a very high ceiling and could continue his development in his first 82-game NHL season. It could be really, really exciting to watch, and it could be even more exciting to watch him in the Winter Olympics this year playing for Germany alongside Leon Dreisaitl, which would be really, really exciting to watch as well. Uh other honorable mentions here, uh, Shane Pinto is another person that comes to mind for me as a potential breakout candidate. I'll be really, really interested to see how he uh, comes into his own in his first season with the Ottawa Senators. And another person that might come to my mind as a potential breakout is Alex Formenton. And he's a player to watch out for. He's going to be getting bottom six minutes to start off with with the Ottawa Senators. I would not be the least bit surprised if Alex Formenton finds his way into that top nine, maybe even top six. Eventually, over time, he's a player with a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of talent. And with a good size and good frame, he could really, really break out in a big way this year for Ottawa. Or if not this year, almost certainly next year. So now... We're going to take a look at the potential opening night lineup for the Ottawa Senators. Of course, we got to put a little asterisk next to, this, next to this and say we're currently in the middle of September right now. There's still a lot of time between right now and the beginning of the NHL season in October. We're still waiting for trading camps to open up, and we'll get a better and more vivid picture on what the opening night lineup could look like until then. So, of course, as always, guys, take this with a grain of salt. And with that being said, I think it's time that we take a look at what this lineup could look like in October. So that being said, we are going to look at forward line one first. We're going to move from left wing to center to right wing, as we always do. So starting off on the top line for the Ottawa Senators, we've got Brady Tichuk, Josh Norris, and Drake Batherson. I got to say it was tough to not mention Josh Norris as an X factor. He's another guy that I would say is an honorable mention on this team. Next, we've got on the second line, Tim Stutzla, Shane Pinto, and Connor Brown. Next on forward line three, Nick Paul, Logan Brown, and Colin White. And one thing I want to mention was how surprised I was by Nick Paul last year because though his stats were not amazing, for a team where the majority of the players were in the minus category and plus minus, like re like hovering around like minus 10, minus 15, Nick Paul over a full 50, like six game season was sitting at like plus six the entire year. Which good for him. That's this is a case where plus minus actually made a difference, and actually I consider, you know, a very big category here, of uh, for statistics meaning. Lastly, on forward line four, we've got Alex Formentin with Chris Tierney and Austin Watson. Next on defense line one, on the top line of defense, Thomas Shabbat with Nikita Zaitsev. On the second line of defense, Michael Delzato and Artem Zub. And last, on the third line of defense, Nick Holden and Eric Brandstrom. Brandstrom is another person I can mention as an honorable mention for a breakout candidate this year. He's got gobs and gobs of talent. A really exciting defenseman to watch. Lastly, onto the goaltending. We have our starting goaltender, Matt Murray, and our backup goaltender, Anton Forsberg. So... Interesting lineup that the Ottawa Senators are pumping out this year. Really, really interesting lineup. But as always, we got to talk about some variables because there's some ways that this lineup could change between now and October. 
There's ways that this lineup changes between October to the Olympic break, and that there are also ways where this lineup changes all the way up until the trade deadline and beyond. So, Tom, let's start with you. Who, what do you think are some variables on this Ottawa Senators team? Well, right now, the biggest elephant in the room there is this uh, contract situation from Brady Kachuk. Right now, nothing has been resolved yet. He's an RFA. He doesn't have a new deal. He's voiced his displeasure at, what's, at, at how the negotiations have gone. Obviously, that was a few weeks ago. Over the last few weeks, it seems like they're inching more and more towards a resolution, but it's still, but they still don't have one yet. It's still not there. So right now, opening night, if opening night were tonight, Brady Kachuk would not be playing. He just would not be playing. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens here. I think they do reach a resolution, but if they, if this takes another another fork in the road and takes another wrong turn, they're potentially without one of their best players. And keep in mind, and I know I sound like a broken record with these Olympic references, but here's the other thing too, and you may know this as a diehard New Jersey Devils fan. If you remember back in 97-98, um, uh, remember Billy Guerin held out for you guys. And remember, he signed at the last possible minute so he could get himself to go over to the Olympics. Now, I'm not sure Brady Kachuk is a shoo-in for this team like Bill Guerin was for the 98 U.S. Olympic team, but just say somebody gets hurt, or in the words of Herb Brooks, say somebody's game goes to hell, and Brady Kachuk is a guy they want to put on that team, or say they just want Brady Kachuk and Matthew Kachuk to agitate the hell out of guys on Team Canada with a center to be named later. I don't know. Use your imagination who you want to put in there. Well, if Brady Kachuk is not under contract, guess, guess what? Brady Kachuk is not going to play for Team USA. Whether he's a shoo-in, whether he's a bubble guy, doesn't matter. He doesn't get a contract. He's not going. So that's just something interesting to think about. And that's just a variable with this contract and where the future of Brady Kachuk lies. Yeah. And one side note before I talk about my variables, only because you brought up, you know, the potential of Brady Kachuk and Matt Kachuk just raising hell on the line for the Olympics. Though it might not happen in this upcoming Olympics, I could see easily four years down the line, one line that I think would just be utter chaos in a good way would be Brady Tuchuk with Jack Hughes centering and Matt Tuchuk on the other side. I think that would be a crazy line for the, uh, for the U S Olympic team eventually down the line. We're not quite there yet. It's not a foregone conclusion that Jack Hughes even cracks this lineup. It, it very likely he's even like, if he's a reserve, I think it would be, you know, surprising. Anyway, moving yeah, on to my variable. Not even a foregone conclusion that Matthew Kachuk is going to go either this year. So this is true. You know, yeah. for any of them. Yeah. Now, on to my variables. I mean, this is a young and green lineup, uh, but there's still some very interesting prospects left to come up for the Ottawa Senators, namely defensive prospect Jake Sanderson and forward prospect that was acquired from Columbus, Vitaly Abramov, and. For Jake Sanderson, he might still be a little ways out. It's also possible that we could see Jake Sanderson towards the end of this year, which would be really exciting to see for Ottawa Senator fans. Vitaly Abramov did find his way into two NHL games last year. So I think that first injury that occurs uh, for the Ottawa Senators this year on the wings, Vitaly Abramov could very well find his way up as the first man up to take that spot. So it'll be really interesting, really interesting to watch when Abramov will come up this year. It's kind of not if, it's going to be when. Uh, that being said, going forward, 
is Ottawa going to eventually address the goaltending and perhaps, you know, maybe make a trade at the trade deadline, maybe package a few prospects to see what they can do at the trade deadline for a goaltender. I don't think this is the year necessarily to do that, but I think maybe you're thinking down the line, you're kind of assessing prospects over the course of this year to see, all right, who are we going to package? Who are we going to maybe make a deal for in the offseason? You know, maybe even go out and sign a goaltender. Because to be honest, I mean, I don't know necessarily what all Ottawa fans think, but is Matt Murray the, you know, the answer going forward? I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced that Matt Murray is the answer going forward. But for this year, he's the best answer you got. Uh, and then lastly, this lineup could be very fluid this year. Fluid meaning we could see changes to the lines every night. Uh, I could realistically see any of Logan Brown, Colin White, and Alex Formenton getting top six minutes on any given night. I could see, you know, the lines getting messed with on a not a night to night basis, but maybe more of like a week to week basis. Go one week give the lines a shot, maybe go two weeks, give the lines a shot, then shuffle things up a little bit just to see who's got chemistry, who works really well together. And there's no pressure to win this year. Unless you're like going head first, you, you know, win your first like five, seven, 10 games straight, then yeah, then if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But if things start to go south, not a bad idea to at least check and see who has good chemistry where and see what you got in some of those, you know, bigger prospects that you have. So lastly, Moving on to our question of the day. Our question of the day is the same as it always is. And that question is, where do the Ottawa Senators finish this year in the Atlantic Division? Tom, let's start with you. And I think we have pretty similar thoughts here. So let's see where you're at. Where does Ottawa finish in the Atlantic Division this year? You know, I I like this team. I like them a lot. I like the young players they have set up. I like the prospects they have in the pipeline. You know, I like what the future holds from them. A couple of years down the line, their games with Toronto, with the Leafs, are going to be very exciting to watch those Battle of Ontario games, bring back memories of those playoff battles they had 20 years ago. But like I said before, it's the future. It's not right now. So I'm going to go with sixth place in the Atlantic here. There's two teams below them who I think that they are a little bit better set up than but I'm going with sixth place. I don't think that they're better than Montreal, and I don't think they're better than a few other teams who are going to be above them as well. Yeah, and I'm going to echo you know the first sentiment that you said. I really like where things are going for the Senators right now, which is very rare for me to say because Eugene Melnick still owns that team. And honestly, I think this rebuild is going really, really well. I think... The Senators have done very well and have hit very well on the prospects that they have drafted across the board. But I think that this is a very good Ottawa team in a few years' time. I think I still think they've got about two years left of this rebuild until we can say, okay, Ottawa could be a really fun and you know scary team to watch in the playoffs. Unfortunately, this year is just not that year yet. I think Ottawa fans need to wait a little bit longer. I also think there's one other team that a lot of people think about when we think about rebuilding teams that I think is honestly a little bit closer right now than Ottawa uh, Ottawa is, just simply because of a couple moves that they made this offseason. 
So I have Ottawa finishing in seventh place right now in the Atlantic Division. I've got one team that I know for sure. Well, I don't know, know for sure, but like I feel like for sure is not better than Ottawa. And uh, I think we already know what team that probably is. But we'll get there when we get there. There's still a bevy of teams in this Atlantic Division that are better on paper right now than the Ottawa Senators. Could they surprise a few teams? Could they steal a few games away? From a few of the bigger teams, absolutely. But are they going to have a monumental season? Maybe not. I think we got a little ways to wait for that. But as usual, guys, what do you guys think? Do you agree? Do you disagree with our assessment? We want to hear from you guys. Drop a comment down below. Let us know what you think of our assessment. And if you like what we're doing, drop a like and also subscribe for all of our team previews coming up because, hey, you might not necessarily be a fan of the Ottawa Senators, but we're previewing all 32 NHL teams leading up to the beginning of the NHL season in October. So if we haven't covered your team yet, don't you worry because we are going to be covering your team quite soon. But you can also check out our content down below at i80sports.com where not only can you find our NHL content and our team previews, but the NFL season and NCAA football season are very underway now. You want to check out our NFL NCAA football content and give those guys some love so that way you know how to set up your fantasy teams. And, of course, make sure you check out our MLS and NBA coverage on our website down below as well as on our YouTube page. And if you're on Twitter, make sure you follow us down below at i80 underscore sports NHL. And if you're following already, thank you guys so much for all of your support because we wouldn't be able to do this on a weekly basis without you guys. But as always, guys, it's time to move away from the Ottawa Senators. It's time to move on to a different team in the Atlantic Division. So with that, I'm Brian. He's Tom. This has been our 2021-2022 Ottawa Senators team preview.